Prabhupada says in the Bhagavatam that the society has achieved great advancement, but there is a pinprick somewhere in the social body. <laughs> so Bhagavatam is supposed to rectify the imbalance <laughs> in spiritual values. <clears throat> So everything is good, everything is good. <laughs> but sometimes there is a pinprick. <clears throat> we can start with a, a beautiful verse from the Bhagavad Gita. <clears throat> and this is verse <clears throat> 13. It's rather famous. I think in the New Vrindavan dining hall. Yeah. We have this <clears throat> verse. Uh, Ramanujacharya says that these are several levels of yogi's perfection. So this 29 sees Paramatma, and the next one uh, sees uh, Bhagavan. And the next one he not only sees, but also serves Bhajati. Bhajati. Sarabhuta sthitam yamam bhajat yekatva mastita. He serves. So that's the next level. And the next one is even higher, even higher, according to Ramana Dracharya. And you can see uh, many commentators base their commentaries. Even our Baldevi Debushan bases his commentary on Sri Ramana Dracharya's commentary. <coughs> it's quite interesting. Okay, so let's. Uh, Chant this verse. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Sarvam cha mai pasyati Tasyaham na pranasyami Sachame na pranasyati And within the framework of learning Sanskrit in the classes in our temples. Let us chant, let us chant uh, word for word. Ya, yeah. yeah. whoever, whoever. Mom. mom, me, me. Pasyati. Pasyati, sees, sees. Sarvatra. Sarvatra, everywhere, everywhere. Sarvam. Sarvam, everything, everything. Cha. Cha. and mai, in me, <clears throat> Pasyati, sees, Dasya, for him. Aham, Aham, I, I na, na, not, not. pranasyami, am lost, lost. Sa, sa, he, he. Cha, cha, also, also. Me, me, to me, to na, na, nor, nor. pranasyati, is lost. lost. Translation and purport by his divine grace, Prabhupada. For one who sees me everywhere and sees everything in me, I am never lost, nor is he ever lost to me. (coughs) 
writes, a person in Krishna consciousness certainly sees Lord Krishna everywhere and he sees everything in Krishna. Also, at the very, very end of Srimad Bhagavad Gita, the very, very end of Srimad Bhagavad Gita, Srila Prabhupada says, oh, these are names, okay. <clears throat> in the last purport, Srila Prabhupada gives us a very interesting uh, aphorism. He says that nothing is different from Krishna. Nothing is different from the Supreme. But the Supreme is always different from everything. Nothing is different from Krishna, but Krishna is different from everything. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> so, <clears throat> in fact, this is the next verse after <clears throat> uh, the verse about Guru. Tadvidi pranipatena pariprasnena sevaya. Approach the spiritual master. <clears throat> and the very next verse speaks what's the, what's the, what do you learn yajatva napunar moham evam yasasi pandava yena bhutanya shayashani draksya satman yatomai by learning this from the spirit by obtaining having obtained real knowledge from a self-realized soul from the spiritual master you will never fall again into such illusion for by this knowledge you will see that all living beings are not part of the supreme or in other words that they are mine this is what we learn from the spiritual master. Oh my God, Timarandasya, Gananjana, Shalakaya, Chakshuran, Meritam, Yena, Tasma, Shri, Guravina, Maham, Anchakalpatarubhyascha, Kripa, Sindhu, Vyayavacha, Patitanam, Pavanevya, Vaishnavya, Namunama. Yasya, Prasadada, Gyupi, Sadya, Sarva, Gyatam, Vrajayat, Sashi, Chatanna, Devo, Me, Bhagavan, Samprasidatu. May Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, be fully merciful unto me. By His grace, a complete fool can get all knowledge in one moment. <clears throat> Maybe also chant Vishnachakari Thakur's prayer, where he says, Amarat Navanik Bhava Amrat Nanya Parichin Vita Hasanto Santo Jihre Minasvasvanta Vinodakrit even though I am not expert in jewels, I assume the role of a jewel merchant. But uh, may, but Hasanto Santo, may the saintly person persons laugh at me. I will not be uh, embarrassed or ashamed because at least I will give a good laugh to my dear and near devotees. Swasvanta <laughs> Vinodakrit. I will at least give some fun. For, for Suffering in spiritual life is not suffering, but it occurs. There are different types of suffering. And uh, some types of suffering, as we discussed, are tests. Like Bali Maharaj had a test after which he becomes a Mahajan. 
Before that, he's just a king of demons. After that, he's one of the, the 12 Mahajans who teach us the Bhagavad Dharma. <clears throat> so just like after passing your uh, test in the university, you become a doctor, such and such, a professor, such and such, right? So in the same way, <clears throat> you know, like the tests, usually people are not so keen on taking. They are, people usually do not like that so much. It's almost like in that joke, you know, about the student's hell. You know the joke about the student's hell? The student dies and goes to the hellish planets. So the devil says, you, I can give you a choice. Since you're a student, we have a special edition of hell for students. So what do you choose? So he says, can you please uh, tell me what are the differences? Okay, okay, I can give you a tour. So he takes take him to the ordinary hell, and he sees that um, people are there, and from time to time, some devil comes with nails and a hammer, and he uh, hammers in a few nails into thighs, into the back of the people. And then he goes to the student's hell, and he sees he's just, they are just carousing, having fun, and partying hard, and uh, it looks good. So he looks there, he looks here, he looks there, he looks here, and says, okay, maybe I'll take the student's edition, student's version. <clears throat> so, okay, no problem. So he goes into that, and one day they are partying, second day they are partying, third day they are partying. And then after some time uh, comes the devil with a hammer and a big bucket of nails. And he says, what is this? He says, exams. <laughs> so he, he party for half a year. <laughs> and then, <clears throat> then the exams come. That somehow reminds me of another joke, which is that two students meet, and uh, one student asks the other, uh, so are you prepared for the exam? Which exam? The Chinese language. When? In three days. Ah, okay. <laughs> In three days you can learn anything. <laughs> if, it, if it were today, maybe, yes. But three days, that's... <laughs> I think, yeah. In India, students are very expert, right? <laughs> In learning quickly. <clears throat> a lot. There's, of course, a problem. We also quickly forget. <clears throat> <laughs> Unless you repeat. <laughs> so the 10th canto gives the example of the autumn roads overgrown with grasses. So this is a brahmana who does not repeat his mantras. And they over, are become overgrown. Sometimes you cannot even find where it was. So we need to repeat. <clears throat> so um, it looks all good. However, from um, so we meet devotees, we come to devotional service, and we feel joy. We feel joy. So Kevalananda Kanda. <clears throat> Utsaha. However, then Krishna helps us with self-realization, showing us the dark side of the mind, the shadows in the mind. 
And <clears throat> looking back, we see that it was good. So that, uh, looking back, we, do, we will not exchange it for anything else. So just like also, after you pass the tests, would you exchange, like, you have passed, you have passed the tests, and then somebody comes and says, okay, so I can uh, bring you back, give you back that time, and you can just party without tests. Will you take it? Even for a normal test, you know, rather, I would rather keep my degree, you know. I would rather uh, be the one who has passed the test and keep the degree, right? <clears throat> and here it's even better because uh, after the person goes through that testing period, he uh, has he has chosen Krishna, and throughout he has been given a chance to choose Krishna on the deepest possible level. So, if in the beginning we may choose we, we may choose Krishna because the prasadam is good, <clears throat> because uh, some other all the senses are happy, then and the mind is happy. Then, uh, when it, it's difficult, then we choose Krishna uh, because it's Krishna. Because we actually want to serve him uh, selflessly. So this is loving, ser loving service, selfless. <clears throat> what's in it for me? Doesn't matter. What matters is what's in it for Krishna. Right? So we try to, to serve Krishna. So then, uh, even though it might have seemed hellish, this period of testing. Uh, we will not exchange it for anything. And underlying all that, underlying under all these things, there was a constant sweetness of choosing Krishna, or being able to choose Krishna on the deepest level. So, so this is invaluable. This is the best thing. So uh, <clears throat> we learn this lesson by learning how to deal with the mind, how to redirect, refocus the mind on Krishna. And then after that, this is, this is the period where you already practice. So this is the time of practice. And this is already where <clears throat> clear goals can be set, some demands can be higher, and where a person uh, develops, he bec the person becomes uh, fixed, that's nishta, his practice becomes steady, faith, beco faith becomes steady, why it becomes steady? Because as Vishnachakradi Thakur says, at least it's 50-50, right? Or 51-49. So this is the ability to steadily, <clears throat> maybe I should find the exact Sanskrit for your pleasure. <clears throat> yes, so what is the... These are showers, showers of nectar. Two, three... Four. So, Vishwanath <clears throat> Chakraji Thakur says, okay, it's very difficult to determine what is actually nishta. If you are not in nishta, very difficult to judge. Is it by good qualities? But sometimes a person has good qualities by uh, previous good karma, by sattva gun, not by bhakti. Is it just by being fixed in devotional service steadily? Externally, uh, also, we know, it, you can sort of do it uh, artificially. Yeah? Did I tell you about that devotee who was chanting 64 rounds? I told you, right? I think here, 
Huh? Not here? Did I tell? This was, I remember, I, just, I had just joined, and my bhakta leader said, was doing a... Actually, it was healthy. He, he told me all the horror stories from ISKCON. <laughs> it was sort of inoculation. I recently found somebody used in the, on Dandavas, I think, the word inoculation, not vaccination, which is very... Nowadays, you see many people become very disturbed when you say vaccination, you know, Prabhupada uses this. So you can say inoculation. <laughs> so there is inoculation <laughs> against <laughs> uh, the, all the possible doubts. <clears throat> so he was telling me, you know, there is this such and such person, he is chanting 64 rounds every day. He sleeps just about four hours. He preaches up a storm. He preaches like anything. He's really very successful. Actually, I know many devotees who came by his preaching. I, I met devotees who came through his preaching. Uh, <clears throat> he's very steady. He's very committed. He's very energetic, very active. But nobody wants to be in the same building with him because of his character. He thought, whoa. I thought you just chant 64 rounds and automatically you're good. Everything is good. You're perfect. Sometimes we have this, especially if you were into some mystic path before, we have this idea that you get enlightenment, whatever you call it, you know, mukti, moksha, satori, samadhi, and it sounds like a one-time event. You get enlightened and everything is achieved. Everything is there. So we think, yes, so you reach something, everything is there. But turns out, there are many levels. Even in, even in Ashtanga Yoga, you can see there are eight types of samadhi, or nine types of samadhi, and they go one after another. <clears throat> so, uh, somebody may be steady in bhakti, however, nobody wants to be in the same room with them. <laughs> yes. Not many, and this person is still around actually, quite active, but not many people are there with him. So <clears throat> it's not an easy answer, what is Nishta? But then you can see at the very, very end, Vishnachakrari Thakur says, okay, Sankshepato Viveka, in summary, in short, what is the difference, Viveka? What is the dif how to discriminate, discern between. Um, what is Nishtita and Anishtita? So he says, Shavana Kirtanadishu, Yatnasya, Shaitilya, Prabalya, Eva, Dustyaje, Sambhavanti. So it's a seven, seven story sentence. So uh, it is the ability, Sambhavanti, to overcome Dustyaje, difficult to give up, or ingrained, deeply ingrained, deeply ingrained. Uh, over, overpowering shaitilya, indifference. Shaitilya, you know, it's cool, meaning you're, you're not too keen. You know, the opposite of being keen on doing something. Disinterest, disinclination, disinterest. So this is the steady ability to overcome deeply ingrained, very strong disinterest in making effort for Shravanam, Kirtanam, and other uh, practices of bhakti. <laughs> so this is uh, the summary definition of uh, Nishta. 
So steady ability. So this is why it's enough to have 5149. Because if you have 5149, you can steadily choose Krishna. Okay. You can, it means that still this Shaitilya can be there. Some disinterest can be there. And it's Dustyajaya. It's very difficult to give up. Huh? But the person is able to overcome this disinterest, Shaitilya. And again, you can see this is not so much the act as the uh, attitude. So the person is able to overcome disinterest. So it's a cultivation of taste. So that's Nishta. So this Nishta will come uh, <coughs> around here. So after the person learns to uh, actually in control the mind, not by fighting the mind, not by killing the mind, not by stopping the mind, by brute force, but by refocusing on Krishna. By understanding that, okay, there's the mind and there is my consciousness and there is Krishna. So uh, the mind says, and you say, yeah, 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 very bad, very bad, um, very bad, very bad. We'll, we'll come back to this, but let's go read a little bit. <laughs> or how about we, uh, if we are attacked very suddenly, like by decoids, then you know what to do. Krishna! Yes. <laughs> we turn immediately to Krishna. And uh, then, um, for all of these, there are some remedies. So, none of them are just negative. All of them are positive. In, all, in the Manakshiksha, teaching to the mind. Raghunath Das Goswami gives, for each of them, he gives a positive alternative. Hmm? <clears throat> like uh, a nice coloring book. So, if it becomes too boring, right? Then you have a nice book. You can color and read and... <laughs> <clears throat> so the same with the mind. <laughs> or if it becomes too embarrassing, you can also. <clears throat> she seems to be interested in the topic. <laughs> so here you develop sattva, true sattva, <clears throat> nishta, and then we know from nishta comes ruchi, very powerful. Um, desirable <clears throat> interest in Krishna, taste in Krishna. Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur says, at that level, fatigue cannot overcome, cannot uh, impede a devotee. So I think it's very practical, right? <laughs> oh, oh dear devotees living in the fast-paced uh, Western world, <laughs> or whatever you call it, modern world, or I think it's fast-paced everywhere. <clears throat> so then you um, become attached to Krishna, and then in sattva gun, what is the result of sattva gun, which, which has become more and more pure? You see God. You actually meet God. So this is 1.6.16. Narada Muni was... Uh, something like five or six years old. And he knew how to... How old are you? Three, four, yeah? Four or three? Three. Oh, very nice. Thank you. <clears throat> you are very smart. So... <clears throat> 
Narada Muni 1616, he's been, he met devotees, he was taught how to meditate, and so he goes to the forest after the de demise of his mother and he meditates, uh, he focuses, yes? And having focused in meditation as he was taught, he sees Krishna. And each of his senses comes to life. We think we have senses. This is nothing compared to spiritual senses. It's such an ecstasy. Uh, eyes, as Parikrit Maharaj says, ears are ears only when they hear about Krishna. Eyes are eyes only when they see Krishna. <clears throat> so all the senses are really uh, properly alive when, when they perceive Krishna. So this is incredible ecstasy. He experiences incredible ecstasy. So much ecstasy, he, he starts crying in ecstasy. So from Nectar Devotion you can read that there are hot tears and cold tears. So if you are crying in happiness, what temperature are your tears? Cold. Cold, <laughs> cold yes. <clears throat> Do we have some special thermometers that measure with infrared without touching? I think we have, don't we? Without touching, right? I think husbands can get this, you know, and then... <laughs> <laughs> if the wife cries, then you come and <laughs> check. <laughs> is it 36 and 6 or is it 34.4? <laughs> Sorry, it's uh, centigrade. You should, I don't know the, the Fahrenheit <laughs> equivalence. <clears throat> so he apparently cries cold tears in ecstasy. Cold tears in ecstasy. And uh, <clears throat> And then Krishna disappears. Okay, he disappears. Okay, so then he meditates. He knows the process, so he meditates again, again. Yes? So he meditates again, he meditates again, he meditates again, he meditates again. Krishna doesn't come. Krishna is not coming. Krishna is not coming. Krishna is not coming. Krishna is not coming. He tries and tries and tries and tries. Krishna is not coming. 1618. 1616, he's crying tears, cold tears of ecstasy. 1618, he starts crying hot tears. Because Krishna is not coming. And this is the worst loss. You can imagine, it's actually, you cannot imagine this type of loss. <clears throat> Sometimes they say it's like a pauper, poor, very poor person becoming a multimillionaire and then losing everything. And he cannot think about anything else. Right? <clears throat> we see sometimes when there is some financial crisis, some rich people commit suicide. Like in 2008 in Germany, there was one, <clears throat> I mentioned him several times, again, not to laugh, but to give him some bhakti punya, mentioning him in bhakti discourses. So it was a millionaire. Sorry, billionaire, billionaire, with a B. And uh, in 2008, in, the, in that crisis, uh, he lost hundreds of, billion, of millions, and all he had left was just something like $180 million. So he, he couldn't tolerate that, and he stepped in front of an approaching train. 
because you know it was a billion, and now just some measly 180 million dollar uh, euros left, so he couldn't tolerate. So that's a big, that's a, f a strong feeling, you know, losing everything, right? And here it's not money, it's not opulence, it's not good name, it's not reputation, it's not approval, it's not uh, comfort, it's Krishna. It's more than everything. So how, and then uh, Narada hears a voice. Narada, <clears throat> I never show myself to Kuyogis. Kuyogis means bad yogis, pseudo-yogis. Even the first time, I have shown myself to you only to give you a taste. And in this life, you will never see me again. Can you imagine? Until the end of life, Narada is just without envy, is just going around and glorifying Krishna, not complaining. Oh, you know what happened to me? Oh, Prabhu, oh you, know, you know what happened to me? Do you know what Krishna does? <laughs> and he goes around. No, he went around happy. He went around, around <clears throat> glorifying, uh, glorifying Krishna, completely peaceful, with, without any envy. Without any envy. And then, you may remember from the first canto, he says, my death and spiritual uh, freedom occurred simultaneously like lightning and thunderbolt come together. Yes? So death removed the material part, and then, <clears throat> and then he says, now uh, Krishna comes, Ivahuta, as soon as I touch the strings of my uh, vena, uh, Krishna comes immediately as if, as if called, as if invoked. And Vishnachakaritakur explains why as if invoked, because actually Krishna comes before he is called, on the, on the pretext of Narada calling him, because he wants to give association. So why does Krishna hide here? So you can see, this happens even to, to the gopis. Krishna has... Uh, so there are different, there are, there are uh, two scenarios that are happening. You see there are <clears throat> some gopis that are just coming, <clears throat> coming back to <clears throat> Krishna and they are Shutichari, uh, Rishichari gopis, they are personified Vedas <clears throat> from, from personified Upanishads, from uh, Brahma Loka, you see that uh, <clears throat> in the 10th canto, chapter 87, they pray, may we be in, become like gopis. What color does Radha Madan Mohan wear tonight? Yellow. Hare Krishna. Radha Madan Mohan ki So even in Sharad Purnima, when all the gopis have been called for the Maharas dance, and it's actually quite interesting, in Ishopanishad, Srila Prabhupada says, the purpose of life is to uh, join Krishna's rasa dance. The goal of life. So people who claim that Srila Prabhupada's books are not rasika, they either don't know what is rasika or they don't read Srila Prabhupada's books. <laughs> everywhere. You don't find any book where Prabhupada doesn't mention Radha, Shimati Radharani at least three times and Vrindavan, also Ishopanishad. 
like even the verse says the, the, uh, that the Lord <coughs> is uh, independent, independently powerful. Yes. So when you hear independently powerful, God is independently powerful. What what do we think about when we hear that? Yes, doesn't come under control of anybody. Yes, what does Prabhupada think? He says, like, for example, in Vrindavan, when he was a boy, there were demons like Agasura and Krishna killed him. There was Govardhan and when he was seven years old, he lifted Govardhan without doing exercise. I even do exercise. I have witnesses. I cannot. <laughs> even things I could lift, I cannot lift anymore. <clears throat> so this is how Prabhupada understands independently powerful. Yeah? So he hears independently powerful. How does he explain? Govardhan, Vrindavan, Agasura. Yes, Vrindavan. And people say Srila Prabhupada is not Rasika. They they either don't read or they don't know what is, what is Rasika. So, <clears throat> Sharat Purnima Rasadens is when Krishna calls all the gopis. This is the big, this Maharas. All the gopis are, are, are coming. And then they are dancing with Krishna. And again, he sends them back home first. <clears throat> he says, he sends them back home. Uh, Shavanat darshanat dhyanat, Shavanat darshanat dhyanat, Mai bhavanu kirtanat, Natatasani karshana, Pratiyata tatogrihan. He says, uh, You develop love, you deepen your love uh, to me by hearing about me, by chanting about me, by worshipping uh, me, by meditating upon me, but not just by being close to me. So go home. Exact same verse he tells the uh, Yagika Brahmanis. And uh, they go home, and that's proper. Gopis don't go home, and it's also proper. <laughs> <laughs> exact same verse, right? Because they argue, they explain. They move from uh, prema to pranaya. Because after prema, all the fun begins, you know? It's explained. So pranaya is very uh, uh, trust trusting relationship, so they reveal their heart, so that's what Krishna does, and then they start the dance. There is the dance. <clears throat> and then, and then, Krishna disappears. Why? It is explained. Because for a second, they think, we are the most fortunate women in the world. Are they the most fortunate women in the world? They are. Is it true? It's true. So, it's true, and they are, still, <clears throat> just because Krishna likes that uh, there is no pride, he disappears. Why? So you can see, like, like here, why does he disappear from saintly people? Uh, from the meditation of a saintly person, of a, of a saintly uh, devotee. Because here, uh, a devotee, a devotee still uh, ha may have very elevated, very beautiful, sattvic, but false ego. I am a seer of God. Even better, I am a humble seer of God. 
<laughs> and it is true. Actually, it's true. They are a humble seer of God. It's true. They see, they are humble, everything is there. <clears throat> I wasn't sure, should I tell this joke or not? <laughs> but somehow it comes up. There was this uh, American uh, reporter, Lefebvre. He said, what the world needs the most is uh, humble geniuses. Because there are so few of us. <laughs> That's a joke, okay. But in that case, this is true. So Rishi, Rishi means one who sees, a seer, seer of God. A seer of God. And it's nice, it's wonderful. This person can create or rule a universe on behalf of Krishna. But in the material world, so it's still a false ego. So Krishna wants to give you more. He wants you to go beyond the false ego. It's a good false ego, but it is still a false ego. It is still an ego in this world. And it's a false ego of a saint. It's a false ego of a seer of God. And he wants you to not just think I'm a seer of God, not to, have, not to be in the material world and be a seer of God, but be with God. Personally. And how does he do? He hides. He hides like he hides from the gopis. <clears throat> like he hides from Narada Muni. He disappears. And, uh, you know, in a seminar, in a temple, in front of beautiful Radha Madan Mohan, it sounds very logical and reasonable. But when it happens, it's terrible. So in... in 10, 29, 11, Vishnu Thakur says, when we hear the description, it's like millions of hells. It's like millions of hells. And if you hear about this, it removes the karma for millions of hells. hells. When we hear about it, uh, we are purified from karma uh, by which we could um, go to hell million times, millions of times. <clears throat> so because... In fact, you, you cannot, uh, in the material world, there is nothing, there cannot, cannot be anything as painful as that, so painful as this. So why does he give this uh, apparently so, so separation and this apparently very, very painful experience? So why? Why? Because he wants to give more. He wants to give more, much more. He wants you to become godly and free from false ego whatsoever, even in sattva gun, even from good false ego, even from the false ego of the Brahma-loka and Satya-loka. He wants you to <clears throat> become yourself and go to the spiritual world and be with him. So some, some devotees call it the dark night of the soul. Yeah? So everything worked and now nothing works. And sometimes you can see some... some even to a very nice devotee, some very strange things happen, or he's accused of something, or, or you know, it's very strange. It's like Krishna left him. It looks like, and devotee may um, go through a very difficult time. But what does a devotee say? The devotee says the same thing. Yes, Ashlishya Vapadaratam Pinashtamam Adarshanan Marmahatam Karotova. 
You can crush me in your embrace or you can kill me in the most painful way. Marmahatam. By adarshanam. By never showing yourself to me. This is even scary to say. You know? How is it? You know, why? Like, how can I say this? No? It's not, it's, it, it doesn't seem right. doesn't seem correct. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says it. In the mood of Shimati Radharani. That if you decide to never show yourself to me, yadhatadhava, yadhatu lampata, mat prananatastu napara. She does call him lampata, okay? She does use one word. <clears throat> That's a little harsh. But uh, she says, yadhatadhava, whatever you decide, whatever you decide, I have no other lord of my life. I have no other lord of my life. So this way, you can see there. Uh, there is no, you cannot claim anymore that I am a saint, I have Krishna in my pocket, I see Krishna. Yes. As soon as I want, I see, I, med- I can meditate. So you can see it's very much different from every other uh, method where, and somehow, somehow you can see that very frequently in our uh, society we expect. I mean, not in our, I mean, in general, we expect a devotee to show some material power. Some material power. That he will be able to show some mystic, mystic ability. Either mystic ability or material success or something, something extraordinary. Something extraordinary. Then, okay, we will say, okay, that's. He's, he's a, that, that's a good, that's a good, he's, he's advanced, she's advanced, okay, that's all right. But uh, you can see bhakti, how, why bhakti is so powerful, because bhakti does not require any, any material opulence. In fact, you can see Narada Muni refuses all material uh, powers. We see Shidar, Kolavecha Shidar, yes, uh, he's uh, just having a few paisa uh, by selling the banana uh, cups, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu comes and uh, uh, says, give me this pumpkin, Kashipal. And he says, okay, it's, you know, two paisa. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, oh, you are taking so much. Two, that's too much. Two paisa is too much. He says, but Prabhu, Pandiji, you go check everybody. You know, everybody is charging four paisa. I'm giving you less. And Nimai Pandit says, no, 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 you are, you are a big capital, you are a greedy capitalist. <laughs> and he snatches the pumpkin and goes away. Yes, he's so naughty. <laughs> and uh, what does Kolvecha Shidar do? He says, okay, this is a donation, take it, take it. And he says, oh, thank you, Krishna. I thought I have nothing to give to the Brahmanas. Turns out I have. I had <laughs> something to give. <laughs> yes? And then next time again, Nimai Pandit comes and he says, Kolecha Shidar, you are a secret uh, millionaire. You are a secret, uh, very wealthy person. Secretly, in secret. One day I will expose you. He says, but Prabhu, I, you know, I, I, I have holes in my roof. I have just, you know, a broken lota and... Uh, no, 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 I know, I know. <laughs> so then when he uh, does this uh, Shat Praharya Maha Bhava Prakash and he uh, 
openly reveals his <coughs> position as the supreme personality of Godhead. And then he says uh, to different devotees, uh, do you remember how you were running away and then uh, from the uh, Muslim king's army and then uh, there was no boats and then all of a sudden the boat came. The boat, boatman. Nobody was there and then there was a boatman. That was me. Or do you remember how you, I think son was had the fever and then you didn't, didn't know what to do and then the doctor came and cured your son. That was me. And so he reminds, he tells about the life of different devotees and then he gives blessings. So what can I give you? What blessing can I give you? <clears throat> so then he says, please bring Shidar, the banana cup seller, Kolavecha. And they say, who? And they say, go there and there, turn, like, turn there, and then he, listen. When you hear, Krishna, Krishna, Hare, Hare, that's Kolavecha, Shidar. <laughs> that's Shidar. Okay, they go, they, they ask him, please come, so he comes, and then he says, Shidar, <clears throat> Please ask for any blessing. And he says, my Lord, I need no blessing. Please, I'm completely happy. Thank you. So he says, uh, <clears throat> uh, I will make you a king. He says, no, 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 no. Please don't make me a king. I will make you Brahma. No, 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 no. Please don't make me Brahma. Okay, I will give you eight mystic powers. Oh, please, no, eight mystic powers. Please don't. I will give you money. No, 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 no. I have enough money. I have more than enough money. So he, he says, Shidar. Make me happy. Ask something. So she then says, okay, if you want me to ask something, please, life after life, come as this naughty pundit and take pumpkins from my, <laughs> from my vegetable cart. <laughs> That's all he wants. So just <clears throat> to be in the same village as Goranga and have his eternal pastimes with Goranga. <clears throat> He has no other, no, no desires. He's completely happy. So this is the mood. No, absolutely no desires, no false ego. I'm a servant of a servant of a servant of, uh, of Goranga. As uh, our, one of our Buddha Shudis, one of our methods for removing the addictions, the pride, uh, false identities and designations before doing service. There are different types of Buddha Shudis, classic Buddha Shudis, but what we use is a verse from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. <clears throat> Maybe I should put it here. Very famous. Naham vipro. Naham vipro na janarapatir na pivaisho na shudro naham varni na chagrihapatir no vanasto yatirva. Kintu Prodyan Nikila Paramanandapur Namritavdir Gopi Bartu Padakamalayor Dasadasanudasa. So I am not a Brahmana, but I am not a Kshatriya, but I am not a Vaisha, but I am not a Shudra. But I am not a Brahmachari, but I am not a Grihasta. But I am not a Vanaprasta either, but I am not a Sanyasi. So who am I? So you can see, he removes all the social possible designations. So he says, uh, of the uh, unlimited, complete, infinite, transcendental, 
ocean of bliss, who is the Lord of the gopis, of his lotus feet, of the servants, of a servant, I'm a servant. So if you want to know who I am, that's who I am. So this way, <clears throat> this is complete, uh, complete purification of all the designations. Da shishi gornita ki jai, shishi radha madan mohan ki jai, shishi And then you can see, no ego, not even sattvic ego, not even very beautiful, nice ego of a sage and saint. So you become completely, not, not sattva, but shuddha sattva, completely godly, completely godly. And therefore you go up, 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 up to infinity, an infinite ananda with Krishna. So even though it's a little bit of a zigzag, the result is infinite ananda and uh, the purpose of all of it is to help us. It's all mercy. It's all mercy by Krishna. And our task is to recognize it as mercy. Recognize it as mercy and be thankful. Anybody tried thanking Krishna? Oh, Hare Krishna. Anybody composed a few thank yous? Uh, anybody wrote it down? Anybody has written down some thank yous? Okay. So, anybody uh, met something troubling? Anybody had any trouble in the last two days? Okay. Did you try to compose thank yous for this for this trouble? I shared with my son, how about uh, whenever we feel a situation like this coming or going, let's just say thank you Krishna and then say whatever we want to say. And I didn't expect that he would pay attention or carry it around because last evening I expressed that to him before he slept. And then this morning, again, it was beginning to happen very early in the morning when he's getting ready to go to school. He's in denial to take anything for lunch and I really am insisting he should take something and He's like, leave me alone tomorrow, I have my exam, and don't talk to me, this, that. And then I looked at him, I said, are you remembering? And then he suddenly goes, thank you, Krishna. And then he goes ahead and says his point. And then similarly, two, three times, I mean, it's a big deal for me because, uh, you know, uh, it really makes a difference. Like, the minute you mentioned it yesterday, I, I just absorbed it. Thank you. So yes. I tried. Yeah. <clears throat> thank you. So if you try to uh, use it in trouble, you can uh, you can see how uh, it uh, can change your it can change our uh, mood. It helps us surrender, even though it starts with "Thank you, Krishna." At least yeah, I had breakfast. 
Thank you, Krishna. At least I have my ten fingers almost working. And um, thank you, Krishna. Yes. But then as we keep going, and especially if you thank for the trouble, for the exact trouble, thank you for this because it uh, trained, thank you, Krishna, for training me in humility. Thank you, Krishna, because you are training me in tolerance. Yeah? But by number five, number eight, number ten, we can, uh, I've noticed that, uh, and many devotees have noticed, that it actually helps to turn around, turn around the mood. And actually, uh, we may accept what's happening. And sometimes, miracles, even miracles physically happen. I actually just... On purpose, I selected one story that happened to me in November 2009. It was <clears throat> Govardhan's retreat, number nine. And you can, you, maybe you know, electricity at Govardhan is very erratic. Have, for the last two years, uh, all of a sudden, in the middle of the day, we get uh, 440 volts, good jolt, you know. Usually fries all the computers and all the... <laughs> <clears throat> so therefore, usually you need to take use some... I had two Belkin strips, you know, they are electronic, they have electronic... This year it fried the first one. Well, at least it's just the strip, not the computer, right? <clears throat> so that year I was using some other thing, and then uh, I remember in the morning I'm, I'm waking up, <clears throat> and then, uh, okay, electricity is there, because, you know, uh, usually there, after nine, electricity is switched off until evening, because, come on, it's village, why do you need electricity during the day? Take a tractor, go plow, you know? <laughs> why, why, why do you need electricity there? <laughs> go in the field. <laughs> so you try to catch, you know, whatever electricity is there in the morning. And uh, then I plug in, it's not charging. You know, I try this, try that, try like this, it, doesn't, it is not charging. I tried the other battery, it's not charging. I tried something else, it's not charging. I call our super uh, man electrician, Saraboma Prabhu from Slovenia. He says, <laughs> you fried your whatever thing that, I forgot the name, that inside the computer that charges the battery. You know, okay. So we go to the retreat morning session with Burjan Prabhu, and he says, uh, Dear devotees, please let's take 10 minutes to free write what happened to you today. Okay, let me free write. <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought, oh yeah, I, I speak you know, about these thank yous. I speak in classes, right? Okay, <clears throat> let me eat my own medicine. Okay, so let me write 10 thank yous. So I am writing, okay, this is the list I wrote, I found it today, before the class. Thank you for not making my computer break down completely. 
Only the battery charger. <laughs> Two. Thank you for letting me chant Japa. It's good, no? Yes. Three. Thank you for some roof over my head and food. Four. Thank you for devotee association around me. Five. Thank you for letting me have still about three hours in another battery. I can still write something. <laughs> Six. Thank you for another book file. I think I forgot which somebody gave me some another some book in a file. I'm a greedy collector of books, so I remembered somebody gave me. Okay. Thank you for letting me see Sri Govardhan. We are sitting right next to Sri Govardhan and I'm looking at Sri Govardhan. Okay, I can be thankful for that. All right, number seven. Number eight. Thank you for keeping my passport. This I don't remember even. Why did I write this? But anyway, it's something good, no? At least I didn't lose the passport, right? I don't remember why I wrote it. See, that's why it's good to keep a diary because... <clears throat> I, I can, maybe I will remember. But. Nine, thank you for training me in tolerance. And ten, thank you for an, arranging this unpleasant event which gives me a chance to surrender again. So I wrote it. Okay, and by the end I felt, okay, I wrote ten. And okay, life is life. Anyway. So then, after the uh, lecture of Burijan Prabhu. I don't remember if Shachinanan Zoyan was immediately after or there was a break. I, th I think we had immediately after, after a short break. And then I'm going back to the room. And lo and behold, there is still electricity. So just, uh, you know, on I decide, let me see. And I just plug it in. It's charging again. My God, no. Yes, it's charging again. So I think, oh, thank you, Krishna, for showing me the miraculous power of gratitude. <laughs> so, <clears throat> if you are somewhere far away, no tech support, you know what to do. <laughs> and you know what? I mentioned this in some other class. And uh, two years later, one devotee comes and says, Prabhu, you know, my computer also broke down. So I remembered, oh, there was that class, oh yeah, there was something, 10 thank yous, let me try. So I wrote 10 thank yous, and you know what? It started working. <laughs> so that makes two. <laughs> anyway, but uh, I don't know if, if somebody works in tech support, if you can offer this to <laughs> Again, if it doesn't start working, don't blame Krishna. Me, you can blame, that's okay. That's <laughs> you can blame it on me. But I'm just mentioning this, that sometimes Krishna, Krishna has a wonderful sense of humor. Krishna has an unequal sense of humor. Shimati Radharani, it's even mentioned among her 25 qualities, Narma Pandita. She has an excellent sense of humor. So sometimes, you know, he probably was laughing in a good way. You can see, not in a cruel way, you know, in a good way. And he thought, okay. And then, ta-da, well, it's working again. So, gratitude. And if nothing else, if, even if it doesn't, still it helps us accept.
and still it trains us in uh, in uh, seeing in the art of seeing everything as Krishna's mercy. And this is our culture. So Prabhupada says this should be the guide guideline for every devotee. Brahmaji says, if you if you learn this, you're guaranteed a place at uh, the lotus feet of Krishna. You're guaranteed the place at the lotus feet of Krishna. <clears throat> so that's the very important attitude and art of uh, seeing everything as Krishna's mercy. <clears throat> there are some few other points we can discuss, but maybe there are some questions or comments here. Something? Yes, thank you. Uh, regarding the criticism fest, I have a two-part question. Uh, oh yes, that's... Any, who remember, who rem, remembered to fast from criticism? Very good. Okay. A little. <laughs> okay. Who, who was able to catch yourself at uh, trying to... Who was able to, you know, re, how to say, avoid some, some unnecessary criticism? Thank you. Okay. Is uh, self-criticism also included in criticism fast? And uh, could you help me understand better the difference between unhealthy and healthy self-criticism and how to move from the unhealthy to the healthy side? Mm, self-criticism. <clears throat> um, normally, self-criticism is not included un unless, as you are saying, indeed it becomes unhealthy. Because there is one funny phenomenon, it's called uh, what the hell effect, or to hell with it effect. That's the name that modern psychologists give to it, yeah? <clears throat> to hell with it. It's, uh, maybe you have this experience, like uh, you are fasting or you are on a diet or something, yes, and then... Uh, there's a very nice joke about diets. <laughs> you know this joke that, uh, Prabhu, you know, uh, I'm following three diets. Really? Why three? Because on one diet I'm still hungry. Diet. So you're on a diet or something, avoiding, and then uh, somehow or other, like for example, maybe you're not eating sweets or you're not eating the uh, kadashi. I don't know. It's still recommended not to, even if accidentally you break. It's still recommended not to give in. But th what is the normal tendency if, uh, for example, you're on a diet and then you can't uh, discipline yourself, can't uh, <clears throat> control yourself, and then you eat something that was outside of the diet, and then you think, oh, everything is lost, oh, I broke my diet, oh, I am such a rascal. And then kicks, what uh, kicks in is the to hell with it effect. And what the hell, right? Meaning, all everything is lost anyway. So I could as well as well take three more cakes, <laughs> right? I'm anyway bad. I'm bad anyway, right? It's too late anyway. 
to, to hell with it. I could as well take three more cakes or just you know plunge into it. So that's one undesirable, undesirable effect of self unhealthy self-criticism or unhealthy criticism from outside also. That this can happen. Uh, unnecessary excessive criticism or self-criticism leads not to becoming stronger but to becoming weaker. So if uh, criticism is introspection, and especially if it is here in that uh, very uh, hellish, unpleasant place where the mind tries to trick us and put us into loops and cycles of self, whatever, just brooding and thinking unhealthy thought, thought loops and processes. <clears throat> Their self-criticism is one of the tools. Okay, I'm useless, everything is useless, so therefore, Bhakti doesn't work, Krishna is not kind, uh, Bhakta John he probably is a disguised demon. And, <laughs> and uh, on the other hand, if he's not a disguised demon, then I'm a, I'm a Vaishnava Paradi and I'm lost, and everything is hopeless again. And <laughs> so either way, I'm lost. <laughs> if he's a disguised demon, I'm lost. If he is not a disguised demon, I'm lost because I'm a Vaishnava Parati. So I'm lost. So I could as well just give up and, and just be lost. <laughs> so that's unhealthy self-criticism. So therefore, <clears throat> this is why it helps if we have some kind friends and senior friends who will support us and show us how to uh, go ahead. Uh, so again, um, healthy criticism is we see, uh -huh, here's the problem area, and what to do, uh -huh, there we go, bus. Then you go, focus on what to do. You become Krishna-centered, not unhealthy criticism, means I'm self-centered. Healthy criticism means I see the problem and I'm Krishna-centered again. This very famous, who says it? Please tell me. It's very famous, makes rounds all the time. Uh, to, to be humble doesn't mean to think uh, less of yourself. Is, it means to think of yourself less. Right? So, last time. That's uh, humility. Many devotees said, repeated, I don't know who is the first. Uh, or, who? C.S. Lewis. Lewis, oh, okay. C.S. Lewis, thank you. C.S. Lewis. Yes, so, as far as this graph is concerned, um, is it just a linear progression or is it more like a spiral? Uh, because as practicing devotees, uh, we could have a moment where we feel uh, some spiritual inspiration, but then it may go away, and then we may again meet our mind and go through that cycle so, or is it just necessarily always a linear progression where once we meet, then that's it, we have moved on to the next stage? Or we want to cross uh, here, this bottom point, where we learn the art of negotiating with your mind. Meaning how you, you learn how to actually engage, not become a victim of the mind, but uh, you know, be able to somehow or other focus on Krishna and uh, convince the mind to 
keep quiet for a while, and then when we focus on Krishna, the mind becomes healed naturally, organically. <clears throat> but of course, still, everybody will have a bad day, everybody will have a bad week, maybe sometimes, and whatever, you know, some things happen. So yes, and this is not just two zig and zags. Uh, they will, the anishtita bhajana means there will be a wave, wavy, wavering movement, and then uh, also here there will be up and down, up and down. Yes. So one could potentially get to that point uh, where one sees that one has had some experience, or, or is meeting Krishna or meeting God like that, like after that there is no more coming back to meet the mind. After that, no. There's no more the, meeting the mind. This is that. this is in fact around bhava. You can oh. see this is Narada Muni, okay. this is Gopis, okay. this is very very elevated. Uh, this is very very elevated uh, position. Here, of course, the mind will come back many times, mm. but you're not afraid mm. of the mind, mm. and you know what to do. Mm. Maybe still some some crisis crises oh, crises right plural still can be there, but you know what to do, more or less. And if nothing works, we just go to devotees. Mm -hmm. right? And devotees' blessings are infinitely powerful. Mm -hmm. Even unex some very unexpected, very new devotees sometimes can give extremely powerful blessings and advices. Mm -hmm. It's my uh, f very frequent experience. <clears throat> what to speak about some advanced devotees. So that's very powerful. Could there be some um, causeless mercy in this lower stages where we feel like there has been, quote-unquote, you know, meeting Krishna, you know, like when we go to, for example, when we go to Govardhan or, you know, when we have, when we're in the Holy Dham and we get some special mercy there, could that be, could, could that happen also in that lower stage? Everywhere. It everywhere. happens everywhere, yeah. We will always be able also from time to time to have some very special good experience. Uh, we may have even a glimpse of ecstasy, uh, Rati Abhas. This is uh, always possible in, uh, in the association of devotees. Sometimes this is what carries us through. <clears throat> Sometimes also remembering our positive experiences helps us to get through. However, I would say that the most, uh, one, one of the most uh, powerful uh, things that carries us through is purity of purpose. If you say, I want the absolute reality Krishna. Right? So therefore, uh, because sometimes there is a doubt, what, what if that ecstasy was self-delusion? Some, you know, fantasy, uh, what else is it's called? Some, some, some illusion, some illusion, right? So <clears throat> we don't want illusion, we want reality. Right? So, uh, uh, what is very important is to set our goal at the absolute truth and reality. So if we have that purity of purpose, then we can be um, more or less uh, certain and secure that Krishna bring, carry, guides us on the right path. He's guiding us on the right path. Purity of purpose. This is what Srila Prabhupada says, sincerity, being sincere. Being sincere, meaning that I would, I want the absolute reality. Maybe I have million other desires. Maybe my mind is demoniac. 
But ultimately, I want Krishna. Ultimately, I want the absolute reality. Ultimately, I want what's true. <clears throat> So steeply? So steeply, yes. Uh, we mentioned because you're losing the most valuable, um, the most valuable experience and gain and association. I mean, nothing compares to losing God. No, that is fine, Prabhu. But that is actually, you know, our prem bhakti is increasing for God, right? In the absence of God, we are our prem bhakti is, is is increasing, as you just explained during your class. So the graph falling steeply down is not a fall of the of the sincerity and devotion. No, 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 no. Of the yes. devotee. So this graph is the graph of the joy level. It's the level of your joy. So here it goes way down. Right? So on some inner uh, level there is something subtle how because you are choosing krishna on the deepest possible level in the purest possible way so therefore after you pass you see ah that was still wonderful again you will not exchange million heavens for these um, tough experiences tough days you will not <clears throat> exchange it for that heaven for this tough test but as we are going through this, it, it seems very painful. So we see uh, when Krishna comes back to the gopis, yeah, the gopis are first, they are turning to the trees, uh, they are saying, oh dear tree, you are tall, did you see where Krishna went? And they don't answer. So they think, oh, they are male, they are hard-hearted. So then they go to the, uh, to the flowers and they say, oh, Jasmine, oh, uh, Tulsi, did you see where Krishna went? And they don't answer. So they think, oh, they are female, they are jealous. And then, so they keep seeking and then they see the steps <clears throat> and then they see there are two steps. And then finally they find Radharani. So you know, 10th canto, Krishna book, right? And then they sing, and then they uh, they cry, and they uh, sing, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. And then, and then Krishna comes, and they imitate, there are three types of uh, ecstatic madness there, <clears throat> on Mada. <clears throat> and then Krishna comes. And then after the dance, they, feel, they still feel a little, you know, miffed. They say, Krishna, there are three types of lovers. Can you please, there are lovers who reciprocate equally. Lovers who do not reciprocate at all. No. He says, lovers who reciprocate equally. Lovers who uh, love unconditionally. And lovers who do not recipro reciprocate. Right? So, Krishna, which is bet which is, which one is better? There is like hidden criticism, you know, Krishna, you do not reciprocate. <laughs> yes, 
So he's, uh, he answers, Oh, Sumadhyama, oh, slender-waisted gopis. And uh, the acharyas are saying, it indicates that your middle category is the best. Su is the best. The one who loves unconditionally. Right? So he explains. It gives the answer. But then he says, uh, but I am neither of these. Because I'm self-satisfied and I always reciprocate. Sometimes it looks that I do not reciprocate. This is... Uh, do I have it here? Do I have it? Yes. Naham tu sakyo. So sometimes it looks like I do not reciprocate. I do not immediately reciprocate the affection of living beings, even when they worship me, O gopis. But the reason is that I want to intensify their loving devotion. Then they become like a poor man who has gained some wealth and then lost it, and who thus becomes so anxious about it that he can think of nothing else. So what is intensified is love, strongly, very strongly. So in other words, Krishna says, uh, in fact, I left you to intensify your feeling of love. I wanted to give you an even more intense uh, feeling of love. And then the acharyas explained the gopis thing. Oh, you are even better than we could imagine. We thought you are uh, not reciprocating, but you are doing what even we could not do. We would not be able to leave you, to even to intensify, intensify your love, but you left us, not for yourself, but for us, to give us virahabhav and to intensify our love. So in fact, you are even more kind than we uh, could imagine. More loving, you reciprocate even more lovingly than, than we could imagine. This is the explanation there. And then Krishna, of course, he says, I can never, naparayeham niravadya samit, I can never repay you. He tells the Of course, he does, then he then comes as Goranga and does repay by taking on their mood. Right? He comes as, as Goranga and he does repay. So in uh, 2317, <clears throat> Thakur, throughout the Bhagavatam, there are like three places. <clears throat> Vishnachakrati mentions three reasons why devotees may suffer even though devotees do not have karma. See, the main, most important one is to increase the devotee's eagerness for Krishna. Just as we have read. So that's the main reason why some reversals may come to a good devotee. To increase, deepen his love and longing and desire for Krishna. And in, throughout that zigzag also, uh, if, if not intensify, it makes it more pure. It makes it more deep. So at every stage, it, increase, it deepens, you can say. It deepens one's, one's, longing, one's longing for Krishna. And two other ones are very funny. Number two is to allow non-devotional philosophies to survive. Yes. And number three, to protect the secret of bhakti. In fact, you can read that uh, when Krishna 
uh, was in um, Prabhas Kshetra, no, uh, in Kurukshetra. There was a yagya, and there were some inst- instructions. <clears throat> and um, Kali Yuga came. Kali Yuga Maharaj came, and he said, My Lord, look, this is the material world. This is the world for people who turn away from you. This is the world for materialists. This is the world for atheists. You have spirit, infinite spiritual world. Material world is a teeny little spot, the material world, right? In this world, you have so many planets. You have 14 levels of planets. And then you have middle planets. And in the middle planets, you have uh, seven dvipas. In Jambudvipa, you have nine varshas. In, among nine varshas, you have one varsha, Earth. Kali Yuga happens only on the Earth planet. 5.19.19, Kali Yuga happens only on the Earth planet. Uh, Padma Purana, Svarga Kanda, Kali Yuga happens only on the Earth planet. And Kali Yuga, if you have Chatur Yuga, then it's 10%. So, if I don't have my yuga, where do you put the atheists? So my yuga is coming. That's for those materialistic people. And uh, look, demons you have killed. Devotees will go away with you. And neutral, if you now leave, like Lord Drown left in full glory, I will have no yuga because the neutral will become devotees. Finished. No Kali Yuga. But this is the material world. So Krishna, what will, can I have my Yuga or no? So Krishna says, don't worry. I will live in such a way that the atheists can stay atheists. They will have an excuse. They will say, oh, he got shot in the foot and he died. Ha ha. How can he be God? You know, the arrow shot him in the foot and then he, he died. So they will have an excuse to, to stay atheists. Don't worry. And then, you know, the Yadavas, is a big drama, they are fighting. Also, it's just a drama. It's just a spectacle for, for, for you know, atheists. Vishwanathakura explains. So, these are other reasons why devotees suffer to keep bhakti secret, because just imagine, as soon as you take japa, you never fall sick, you always are super, super rich, you are always super, super lucky, nothing ever happens to you, you are never defeated, and everybody can see that. So who will join? Everybody. Even with materialistic motives. Not for love of Krishna. Like you can see, Srila Prabhupada, uh, he was very clear to avoid all um, types of manipulation. Just straight philosophy to attract serious people. Right? He never tried to show some magic, some this, some that. Just, just to those who are actually want, want something transcendental. So if somebody, if you have so people who want some, something higher, they will recognize even devotees, it, it seems they are not rich, it seems they are suffer, 
they, they suffer. But there is, like Purnachandra Maharaj was saying, that he was uh, having trouble even uh, paying for a landline in his London apartment. And uh, they, if they called him, they had to call, it was before the cell phones, you know, so they called him, they had to call the phone booth across the, across the street. And they asked, can you please go across the street and call the person in apartment such and such? So his landlord, one day he came to him, and he said, I can't understand. You look like a rather poor person. He didn't say poor. He said, you don't look like a very wealthy person. It would seem. But then I see the whole day you spend uh, relishing ancient poetry. And every day, you, every year you go to India. So you look like a poor, poor person, but you l live like a rich aristocrat. So I'm bewildered. Are you poor or are you rich? <laughs> so uh, sometimes, so if you have if you have some higher insight, especially higher interest, you will recognize. Oh, it looks as if devotees are suffering, but actually, uh, they are always. They have some higher higher good fortune. They have very special good fortune. So it, it this is to protect the purity of bhakti. Some secret is there. And to let you know, Kali Yuga still exist, survive. We will have a little pause. Now it's getting supposed to be put on a little pause. We are lucky. <laughs> so this is very funny. Uh, he repeats this several times in the Bhagavad Gita. 2.3.17, he, he mentions this. Also where the gopis uh, describe, gopis suffering is described. I think 10.29.11, I think there it's repeated. He adds offenses there also, as one of the causes for suffering. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> now next time you get uh, sick or something, you can remember that this is, uh, for yourself, it's to deepen your devotion, and for, but also it's your merciful you know, contribution to survival of other philosophies, and uh, to protect the secret of bhakti. <laughs> According to Vishnach Akarati Thakur. <clears throat> you said yesterday was that if the sixth sense, sixth sense, you know, attack you, you should call out Krishna really loudly or Gauranga Nityananda really loudly. So today, you know, I think I was in one of those situations. I didn't do it then, I could not, I was at work. But thank you, it was a very nice advice. While driving the car here, I shouted loudly in the car. Yes? Okay. <laughs> Hare Krishna. <laughs> Hare Krishna, thank you. Okay. So, <clears throat> the task for us is to recognize everything is Krishna's mercy, be thankful to Krishna, recognize that Krishna is always f fair and kind, and he's a friend, and always try to see Krishna is everywhere. So we have <clears throat> we have a beautiful verse in uh, Canto 4, chapter 29, Narada Muni says, Savai Priyatamash Chatma. Krishna is the best friend of every soul. He's the best friend. Yato Nabhaim Anvapi. From him there is not the smallest danger. 
these two things. Iti veda savaividvan. You know this, you, you are a scholar, you are a learned scholar. If you know these two things, Krishna is the best friend, and <clears throat> from him there is not a smallest danger. Then you are a scholar. Not only you are a scholar, yavidvan sa guru. Not only you are a scholar, you are a guru. Not only you are a guru, you, are, uh, you will attain Hari. You will be in Lord Hari's association. So Krishna is the best friend of every living entity. So can, who, can, who can accept that Krishna is the best friend of every living entity? Who can accept? We don't need to be afraid of Krishna. Okay, so according to Narada Muni, you are scholars and you are gurus. So you can help. You can help all the suffering people of this world yeah? <clears throat> to avoid the unnecessary fear and to recognize our friend that we have a, we have the best friend. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Our dear friend Shishi Radhamadan Mohan Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Shishi Sitaram Lakshman Hanuman Ki Jai. Iskon Disi Ki Jai. Vaishnava Sangha Ki Jai. Nita Gopramanande Hari Hari Vancha Kalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhyavacham Kripa